The Knights of the Ship Actual Play Podcast presents Zwayhan, Feast of Goblins. You steal your nerves and scout around the base of the ziggurat, Marja. Mm-hmm. You keep your nerve just and you cannot see any doors. No doors, let's go. If there is a way in here, it's not around the first or second tiers. We still got around behind this ziggurat to explore. Around behind the ziggurat and behind the tree that we... We, we went behind the tree, didn't we? Apparently not. thought we did. Oh, did we go and have a look and there was giants? No. Giant skeleton? The giant skeletons are up on the embankment when um, I went up there, and I think, was it you who yeah, went with me? Yeah, I came up. Where was We where snuck was up though? there. They were, well, as we were coming down the path. Oh, this up. is where we saw we yeah. saw the whole area. Yeah, so they're up well above us. Are That's they? how we saw the map, yeah. I don't want to have a look, though. It's too risky. I'll go. Yeah, you'd be, you're prone to shooting things, so no. Well, can... I won't shoot him if I'm up close. I'll hit him with Max. Well, I'm basically useless right now, so. <laughs> what time of day is it? It's about midday. You'd um, disembarked from the barge, you'd made your way to the canyon, and you've just been fighting things ever since. I don't think we've been around behind the cigarette. I think there's area behind there we can explore. There was something at the giant ribcage area, the catapult area. Was that goblins? You saw, now that you look at it, you think they might have been goblins sitting on a roof of this sort of structure that is made out of a ribcage and sternum. Where do we want to go? Back to the boat. Have a rest. <laughs> no, serious. Okay, I suppose we can Would go back to the boat. Would it be that bad? How, have, how many, uh, I mean, yeah, I suppose we could do that in a day. Yeah. Head back to the boat, have a rest. Yeah, well, I guess so. I mean, I'm you, not well, doing great. Clotilda can <laughs> carry you. <laughs> All right, we're going back to the boat and having a rest. Very well. Not that I'm injured or anything. Well, you, you can press on and we'll yeah. wait to hear from I, you. No, we'll no, catch no, up. I'm we'll catch up tomorrow. I'm fine. You know. don't have a guide. We can go back the way we came, though, can't we? Well, can you remember? Yes, yes, we can. Navigate through this difficult I remember terrain. teasing the guide because it was so easy to find our way here. <laughs> yes. Surely it would be easy to find I'll, give a, I'll have a go at navigation. Well, you're going to find out, aren't you? You can have an easy navigation roll to get back. <laughs> can I help or something? You can give him I a... I only s- pass because it's an easy. Okay. All right. So you make it back to the boat and the bargeman is there. He says, ah, oh, there's the rest of you then. The uh, the old lady in the forest, are they make, already making their way down river? What? Swimming? No, uh, footpad along the river edge. Did they say where they're trying to get to? I think they're going to scold. They're just going to walk? No, no, to Harmonia. Still, yeah. that's... <laughs> it's not as fast by boat, but uh, it'll take them a day and a half, perhaps. Oh, well, I hope they enjoy themselves. Didn't we pay Reforster? Oh, he was hopeless anyway. Well, we did, but we'll go and get our money back on the way back. Well, um, things uh, out there in the, the, the giant's graveyard are... Um, Quite invigorating. <laughs> well, that's not how I was going to describe <laughs> it, but certainly, yes. I'm quite tired. 
And Rafe just like slumps and sits down on the ground. <laughs> well, what, what do you want? Are we going? Do you want to get on the boat and go back? No, we're just having a rest. What, here? Yeah. Yeah. Could we take it out into the middle of the river? Yes, we could. That's a good idea. Okay, we'll do that. Or then. we could even take it down river and come back. You don't, or up river and hide somewhere. If they, things could follow you. What do you think would be running. best? You look like you have a haunted look on your faces. Not me. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> care. <laughs> you seem like you don't care. You must be so shocked by the horrors of war. Skeletons. What? Animated skeletons. It was quite an interesting fight. Just never mind what she says. <laughs> We're all very tired. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try and find a good spot where the water flows strongly so nothing can swim here onto the barge. Thank you. And so he moves the the raft to another location for the night. You make yourself comfortable on the barge, and is there anything you want to do before morning? Our injuries are mostly fine, aren't they? Yours might be. I mean, I've bandaged your... I mean, I, I bandaged you. can bandage your skin tomorrow if that's... So unless you heal, just resting. Nothing or... Damage in general... Either or, peril needs to go down too. Take some laudanum. You you can immediately advance up one step as like a quick fix thing or just general healing damage as bandage plus a heal check. But if you just want to sit around for days and days and recuperate, that's. uh, I still think you need the bandage because otherwise it can become infected if you just leave it. Um, But it does heal peril, having a night's sleep. Now, is there any special preparations you want to take out in the barge? Scouting, watch, that sort of thing? I think we'll set a watch. Take a shift each? Yeah. I don't know if Rafe wants to watch out for anything at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, didn't try to work for you. <laughs> didn't, didn't go well last time. So, Frida is going to be on watch with Yeah, Helmut. sure, I'll take first watch. You're going to take yes. a watch? Yep. Barge will take a watch mm-hmm. and who wants to take the... The I guess the lead watch arrangements it could make a a stealth test. Stealth. Yeah. Actually, make it an aware uh, like an awareness. That's sort of more moving around the countryside. Yeah. Uh, any penalty or bonus? It's going to be easy because you're on a river, so it's, it's easy to see things coming. That'd be a twenty-seven. All right. So the night passes without incident, and. Those of you who are um, with peril, I think you can go to, up to imperiled. No, you uh, lose it all. Unhinged, so is it? Unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> What's after un- unhindered? Imperiled. Imperiled. Yep, that one. Um, but your physical injuries remain. So wait, do we go to unhindered or imperiled? We're fine. We're uh, unhindered. Unhindered, yeah. yeah. How are you feeling, Rafe, after that bit of rest? Unhindered. <laughs> <laughs> Helmet, would you like me to um, well, I'm feeling pray over you I'm, to heal some of your damage? I feel a lot better. I'm only lightly wounded. It's up to you if you want to use it now. P- possibly not. We could see how we go. We'll, we'll carry on for the moment. Thank you for offering. So where do we want to search today? Do we want to go to the ribcage area or do we want to search behind the ziggurat? We should probably look behind the ziggurat or the tree. 
Didn't we search behind the tree, Paul? I'm sure we did. I can't remember. But um, if you had, you wouldn't have found anything. Yeah, so I don't think we did find anything. I think we found some, like, a pile of garbage or something. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> How about we don't go that way then? <laughs> anyway, okay, the ziggurat. If it helps, you search that um, third time that you couldn't quite see from the hilltop and you find that it's uh, an empty canyon. Bean. The tree. That's that's the puzzle tree. Okay, okay sure. so I think around behind the ziggurat, without shooting any skeletons. Are you sure? We're we're feeling better now, and maybe we've got to go into the. Maybe you can climb up onto the top, and there's like a, a, a helmet. We're not shooting any skeletons. Marja, please, I'm talking. I slap him around the head. <laughs> Shut up, boy. So this um ziggurat, is it is it possible? Can we see through it? Is it? No. Solid. It's solid. So Step if you, pyramid. Yeah, theoretically, if we got to the top, there could be a shaft going straight down. Theoretically, yes. Right. So do you want to go up and challenge the skeletons? Sure. I know you do. Mm. Is there only one more tier of skeletons or multiple? <laughs> it's only four left, Yeah, there's it? one more tier. Okay, and there's how many on there? There are. One. Four skeletons. So they go all around it, or is it just on the one face? They... Um, they're sort of at the four points of the tier. Well, if the, if we lure them down, remember, we could attack them easily while they were climbing down if we were ready for them. Yeah, but the ranged attacks were doing no damage. No, no, we don't ranged attack them. We just go and stand at the base of the pyramid and wait for them to climb down. Beat the snot out of them as they come down. Mm. I don't know. That's what Paul wants us to do. I just saw it on his face. <laughs> yes, the um, the previous skeletons had that tactic. Yeah, but the, these ones are better equipped skeletons. Well, have they got toboggans or something? I mean, <laughs> they've got armor and better weapons, better looking. Like they're they're sure, but they still have to get off the ziggurat. Well, there is steps. They could just walk to the steps and come down the steps. There well, are. It's not steps, is it? No, it's oh, not steps, steps. The other ones would have come. Okay. Down. Um, I've just checked uh, healing damage. I didn't realise that the worst, the worst, the the more damaged you are, or the further down the threshold you are, the harder it is to actually heal you. So I think I might, while we're not doing much, apply a bandage to myself and just try to heal myself now before I die. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> if I go further down the damage threshold, it, it gets harder to heal. So I might just do a um, heal check now. 12. So I'll uh, consume one bandage and move myself up the threat damage threshold path. As you watch these armoured skeletons, you notice one has a longbow, two have barbed spears, and one has a falchion. Rafe does not watch any of the armoured skeletons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ended badly last time. Keeps his eyes down. That's right. Let's... Make our way around the ziggurat. See what's behind it. So you pass by the Raven Monument. And as you round the canyon corner, you notice that uh, two dry cracks open up on either side of this dead-end canyon. The cracks are high but narrow. Although you see nothing to alarm you, a terrible anguish seems to hang heavy over this cul-de-sac. The parched canyon walls here look even more dried and hardened than they do elsewhere in the canyon complex. In the very centre of the canyon is a human skeleton drawn taut by leather thongs fastened at the wrists and ankles. Each of the leather straps is fastened to a wooden stake that is driven deep into the ground. Do 
before we went all approached. Well, we've come this so far. So these cracks you're talking about, are they in the wall of the canyon, like entrances in a sense into the rock? Is that yes, yes. Okay. One um, is, uh, yeah, like a cave, a narrow cave entrance. The other one is sort of more of a, a fissure into the, the side of the canyon. Cave first, then fissure? Or do we want to look at the skeleton first? We should possibly check out this skeleton. Someone's been staked out here. Well, um, you should uh, go ahead. Okay. Helmet. I approach the skeleton. I follow. <laughs> right. If you get me killed, Helmet, I'm going to <laughs> what, come What back. are you going to do? I'm going to come back and haunt you as a skeleton. Uh, if I get you killed, I'll probably be dead too. <laughs> so this skeleton looks as though it has been here for a very long time. It is unmoving. I'll slice the tethers with my the blade of my spear. What happened to this poor guy? Perhaps we should give him a proper burial. Marja, you go to cut the straps, and as you do so, you feel a terrible, deep ache in the hand that you used to cut, and you feel, its I guess it's somewhat like uh, arthritis. I am old, so you know. <laughs> it's finally kicking. You even notice that um, your hand now has some age spots on it. We already had age yeah. spots. What are you talking about? Some more. More. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what what's going on over there? I'm going to stop cutting it. <laughs> oh, you you've cut through that one oh. one of the tethers. Oh, I, I'm not, you can cut the rest one next helmet. Well, it shouldn't really matter to me because I'm young. Well, might, might make you old enough to have some common sense. I've got plenty of common sense, manager. <laughs> I go cut a tether. You cut a tether as well. Sure. The same thing happens to you. You feel um, oh, man, arthritis. Now I'm getting all. Uh, <laughs> Infect your your joints and your your skin starts aging. Instead of being that of a, a teenager, yeah. it's sort of more like that of a uh, an older boy. Oh. <laughs> Il- Ilse walks up with her axe to one of the tethers and um, definitely doesn't cut it. Why the hell would you? Do, <laughs> how would you have done that helmet when you saw? Well, what because happened to I, Marja. she's obviously Marja, very why old. Why would you say cut it? I, to him. I, I didn't. You did. Yeah, actually, you did. So it's got two limbs free. Does anything happen with two limbs free? Nothing happens. Oh, I wonder how we can cut the other two. Why do you want to cut the thing? He's got poor guys, like, tight pins to the ground. He's been stuck here for some time. It's just uh, like a skeleton of a dead person who's been there for a long time. Why do we need to cut anything? Let's do something. I'm going to leave it. Uh, Let's just go check out the cave. Okay. The cave? Um, Oh, maybe. Paul, what happens if I try and pour oil on the leather? Nothing. What happens if I stand back and throw a match at the oiled leather? Ah, it will burn. Okay. Well, I, I, I throw, I, I pour oil on the two remaining tethers. I throw matches at them until I catch it <laughs> on fire. <laughs> All right. So the the remaining straps burn off. Hooray! And Great, you all die of a curse. <laughs> what, what, I mean, this is probably something really nothing, bad, but... Why is nothing happening? Nothing happens? No, um, nothing else happens. Well, it's just stupid. I stride up to it and kick the skull off. <laughs> oh, God. I'd like um, you both to make resolve checks flip to fail. And what are we doing? I'm making a resolve? Because you've been cursed. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, how, so how does that work again? It's a resolve, and you take the worst. So if you, you roll the dice and it's 37, you'd okay. flip it to 73 okay. and take that. Where is resolve? What is resolve? Oh, here we go. Right. I got 11. I got 100. 
So All I'm right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, helmet on the other hand. Helmet on the other hand is going to wither into a. Yes. Um, <laughs> even now, like with the arthritis, you can. You think that if this is to continue, then by tomorrow, your agility would be reduced oh by some. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Do you think I shouldn't have done that? I think you shouldn't have kicked the skull like you just did. Well, it was being stupid. Even now, looking, you, your your skin has become somewhat scaly. Oh, man. Um, has mine cleared up or? Uh, yours is still uh, numb, but it doesn't seem to be getting any worse. Stupid skeleton. We're trying to help. So, in through the cave, right? So, I'm guessing this cave is not big enough for a horse. Um, it's... Pretty unlikely. Uh, you might be able to get it in a little bit. Yeah, you can take a horse uh, looking like when you inspect, you could probably put a horse into uh, a little ways into the cavern, but then it becomes narrow. I will bring Clotilda in and hobble her in the cave so she's not out in the open. Yeah. Can you hobble Helmet too so he doesn't get himself <laughs> into more trouble? Well, I don't think I want to touch him now. Who knows what happens with this curse? So this um, narrow cave opens up into uh, an even narrower tunnel. And there are two main features here. There's a fissure in the floor. And further on, squeezing through, is a statue. Do we have any light? I'm pretty sure I've got a lantern. I've got torches, which I will strike one. No, apparently I don't. I've got surgical tools. Oh, now who's the clever one? I've got surgical tools, though. Tools. Cut off your hand. <laughs> well, so, who's got the light? I've got a light. Helmet. <laughs> who's who's going first? I will. I'll well, first. young helmet, presumably. Yeah. So, helmet, you're leading with the light. Sure thing. All right. So, this narrow tunnel is sort of split by this fissure. You can go around the edges, and just beyond it, you can sort of like like towing around the edge of the fissure. You can see some sort of statue in the distance. Looks somewhat feminine. The actual crevice itself splits the passage here as if by the blow of some titanic hammer. And looking into the darkness beyond, you see a sandy floor some 12 feet below. There is a faint breath of wind drifting up through that hole that is somewhat cold upon your face. There's also a faint scent of moisture lingering in the breeze, but the odour is not overwhelming. Scent of moisture. It's something about blood, wasn't it? Blood stained the. What was the story? Giant's blood, wasn't it? Giant's blood stained the earth. Yeah, and there was something about the earth being cleft, wasn't there? You were in the clefts. Can't remember. Yeah, well, there's one going down into the ground. So can I see 12 feet down? There's a sandy floor. Mm. But there's. Air coming up from it. Mm-hmm. Can I see if there's any entrances or anything down there? Yeah, having a look around, you see that there appears to be a smaller crawlway down there. Mm. Are we going to need a rope to get down there? or You could jump. I've got rope. I'm not saying you should, but, I mean, you could. Well, should we check out the statue first? All right. So you're looking at the statue first? I think so. So we've got to scooch around the edge first, yeah. have we? Yep. So you kind of you can do that um, as long as you're not uh, in any haste. And this statue looks it looks like a foul and evil old hag. 
She's holding a human skull in her left hand that looks quite real. And deep in its blackened eye sockets are tiny flickers of light. There appears to be no natural explanation for this strange phenomenon. You cannot escape the feeling that there is more to this statue than it appears. How did this statue of Joan get down here? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> It doesn't work if you say it. The old crone's right hand is tightly clasped around a gnarled walking stick. Its many grooves and curves remind you of the shriveled flesh of a mummy. Oh, so perhaps if I grab this thing, it will unshrivel me. No, just <laughs> no. Well, it might, though. Maybe if you set fire to it after we have left. Can I? Should I try and touch it? No. What about the skull? Also, no. Your history of touching skulls is fairly <laughs> fraught. Well, if I keep touching skulls, surely, statistically, I'm going to touch a decent one well, eventually. It, it will end in some way or fashion, <laughs> I suppose, yes. I think it can only go well. Well, I would just like to point out that Rafe hasn't actually made the way around the <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm still the there. He, he's the only one at the statue. He's just there with the light shining on it so we can all see it. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, come on. Do you want a closer look at this statue? (laughs) It's not going to do anything good, is it? (laughs) Go on, you know you want to. He does. Got any oil left, Marja? I don't think I do. Neither have I. (laughs) I used it on those straps. I assume I used it all on the straps. What are you going to use oil for? If we need to set fire to a mummy? Well, they're already full of chemicals. Maybe they're already... No, I don't know. It wouldn't have taken much oil to burn those straps. Yeah, I don't think I have any flammable resources. So you think this is a mummy? I don't know. That's what Paul said it looked like to you. How do you know what do a mummy I think it, like? Yeah, what does a mummy look like? It looks like it's a stone, but the skull looks very real. The skull in his hand. I take it. Okay. So you touch the skull and you notice that you think that there is a fine kind of uh, cut around the top of the skull and you think you can lift it up like it's a cup hmm. or a vessel. Okay. I'll take the top. As you, when you take it up, you kind of, it takes you a little moment to realise there's this sort of black moat winking and flashing in front of your face before you realise it is a bat. Huh. And it uh, takes to the ceiling and starts flying out. Is there anything in it? Anything else in the skull? Rafe is going to follow the bat and see if it goes out of the cave. It leaves the cave and flies into the fissure. Hang on, what? It flies into the other cave, other... That's interesting. Do we want to explore that before we go down? I don't know. Is it going to be full of bats? <laughs> Maybe. How do you feel about bats? Oh, you know. Does anything else happen with the statue? Nothing else happens at this stage. <laughs> yes. Does someone else want to come and grab this stick? No. The stick but is. What if it fixes me? The stick is part of the statue. Oh. Okay. Well, if you think grabbing things is going to fix you, <laughs> then you should do it yourself. But I'm already a bit messed up. We know. It it would just... (laughs) Fine. I'll leave the statue alone. Um, Are we going to try and climb down into the... Or do we want to check the um, fissure first? You can go and check the fissure. You take the lead. Yeah. All right. Pass me the torch. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you a torch and light up. I'll light up another one. I'll go check out the fissure. Okay. On your own? And this this is the fissure on on the other side of the uh, the canyon. Okay, so this opens up into a slightly uh, um, larger area. Um, as you push through a slender crack in the sunburnt walls of the canyon to discover that it widens into a dangerous-looking passage. The air is dark and dry, with dust drifting up f- from your every footstep to scratch at your eyes and lungs. 
The passage is jagged, with two long stalactites near the entrance that give you the impression of a cruel, fanged mouth opening wide to bite you. The ground seems to have been stained here by some dark fluid. There are also many evil symbols of power and pain deeply marked into the walls here. Their terrible appearance causes a shudder to run through your body for a brief moment. The darkness in the passages ahead seem unnaturally deep, almost having a liquid appearance. I go back to the cave. Go on, go and check them out. What's the worst could happen? I go back to the cave where these guys are. <laughs> so, Ma- Marja, you return to the the cave. Mm-hmm. Back already, Marja. Yep, not going there. Why not? Blood, horrible symbols, more blood, spiked teeth, looks menacing, don't want to go there. Don't, don't describe it that way, that will make Helmet want to go there. <laughs> it does sound kind of cool. Obviously, <laughs> the important stuff's going to be in the most menacing place, isn't it? Well, from what you can see so far, the only way to go is down into the fissure and the crawl space, or out to the cavern on the other side. How big is that crawl space? Uh, five foot diameter. Can these husky types get in there? <laughs> they can, but if they were wearing bulky armour, they'd have to. Well, they'd, they'd find it really difficult. I'll go. Well, aim's not bulky. Uh, that's probably it? better if I go because I'm slender. Rafe will go down and check it out if you okay. get a rope ready for him. Does Brigadine count as bulky? Yes. I mean... <laughs> have you seen Brigantine armour? Yeah, but, you know, it's a five-foot space. It's five foot wide. It's more than enough for me to get through. I think to get through, um, you're not over-encumbered, are you? No. It'll just take you longer. So if you had to do it in a hurry, there could be some penalty. I've got rope. Oh, um, do we need rope to get down or...? Uh, Twelve feet... Deep. Yes. <laughs> All right. Who's got the rope? I do. Is there uh, any stalactite? Uh, stalactites to tie it to? Yes, you can. You can tend to find some bit of stone to tie it around and make your way down. Please, please hold on to it while I climb down as well, Marjo. Okay. I hold it with my arthritic hand. <laughs> Better than nothing. <laughs> Rafe, you get down to the bottom of the fissure and you you find that the bottom of it is quite sandy and there's a crawl space going into the darkness that is also sandy. You think you could make it through pretty easily? Okay. Well, I'm going to take the torch ahead of me and crawl through. It's about 25 feet. You sort of go round a bit of a bend. The narrow crawlway opens up to form a large stone chamber. The floor is sandy and the air is moist. A single rib, seeming that of a human has been jammed into the wall of this cavern and there's no indication as to why it's here but the very fact is that it's yellowed with age and indicates it might have been here for some time. Some 20 feet ahead the floor suddenly ends and leaves you looking across a mist-filled cavern. The vapours in this area are very pale blue in colour giving the impression of a fog in a battlefield of blue flowers. The ripples in the mist are almost hypnotic. But more stunning than the mist, however, is the bridge that spans the chasm. It is clearly nothing less than a 20-foot-long bone, the femur of some immense humanoid. The bone arches out above the veil of fog to reach a landing some distance away.
All right, a wraith will call back down the tunnel and say, Helmet, there's some bones in here for you to touch. <laughs> Excellent. I start climbing down. Um, how hard is it going to be through to, get, to get through the crawl space? Will all of us be able to? Yes, you'll be able to get through. While they're doing that, I'd like to examine the bone. I don't want to touch it, but I just want to see, does it look like it's been like forced into the rock or does it look like it's protruding and has all like been excavated? It looks like it's been probably placed there. It hasn't been excavated. So someone's actually forced the bone into the rock. Yes. Um, and if you make a skullduggery test, I can tell you more. Skullduggery. Well, that's a flip to fail. So unlikely, but I'll give it a go. Uh, no, fail. Mm. 62. Mm. It's, uh, it's just jammed in there. It's purpose inscrutable. Mr. Rafe, Mr. Rafe, there's a bone sticking out of the wall. Yes. What do you think of it? I don't know. It looks like someone stuck a bone in the wall for some reason. Well, why don't you pull it out and have a look at it? Well, why don't you just let me take a couple of steps You're backwards? Yes. yes. <laughs> you, you down there? Yeah. <laughs> is Ilsi coming too? Ilsi's down, yes, coming down too. As you both have a look at this bone in more detail, you can kind of sort of see that it's connected to some kind of mechanism, but the actual purpose of this mechanism, you're not sure. It's a lever. It's a lever. It has not been used in some time. Have you got skullduggery? I'm just trying to work that out myself. It's an agility skill. Ah, I do not. Well, Star main flip to fail. Yep. I did not know that. But I can Unless you trained in it, right? Yep. Okay. Well, let's give her a go. No, it's a fail. Well, shall I give it a pull? I think if it's a lever, no. No? Pulling levers does nothing. What do you mean pulling levers does nothing? Pulling levers does... Sticking out, so you want to put it up or down. Yeah, obviously. That's what levers are for. I'm going to pull the lever. Where is everyone standing when you pull the lever? I I said I was backed up to the. I'm moving away. I'm moving to stand up. Why does nothing in this place do anything good? Maybe it does, and we're just missing out. You never know. (laughs) It's a healing bone. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) So it it sounds like uh, Rafe and Marja are quite away. And uh, you're sort of taken by surprise by the sounds of it, Elsie. Yeah. Nothing obviously happens straight away. Hooray. I want to keep an eye on the bridge and the mist while this is happening. Okay. What are you keeping an eye on, Marja? Same. What are you keeping an eye on, Elsie? Um, helmet and the, the lever. I didn't realise it was a lever until I saw him pull it, and now I'm like, oh. I'm staring intently at the bone. Say a little <laughs> prayer. Dear Lord, please let nothing bad happen. All right. Everyone can make an awareness test, flip to fail. Success. Success. Failure. Failure. Rafe, you hear it first and then um, sometime, you know, some seconds later it is helmet. What it sounds like is that coming from the crawl space you just came through, it sounds like uh, the pouring of grain. Sand. Well, where would that be coming from, though? Well, something might have opened. Do we have a sense? Is it? Is it... Where the sound we're hearing, does it sound like it be we falling at our level, our ground level, or above or below? Do we have any sense of that? It's it, whatever's falling. It's falling in the crawl space that you just in came the through. Crawl. Okay, that's not so good. Um, I think you've blocked us in, Helmet. 
Can I look in the crawl space? Yes, you can see sand um, trickling in. You need to decide now whether you want to stay on this side or try and make it to the other side. Well, I'm going to express my distaste at a lever that causes a avalanche. Well, I'd kind of like to go, but I don't think we're going to make it, no. so I'd rather not split us up. Yeah. And definitely Marja wearing armour would not make it. Oh, but Clotilda's on the other side. When we came in the cave in this crawl space, does it head towards where the fissure was in the other side? Like, if we went into the cave and then down and then the crawl space, which way did it, what direction oh, did the crawl space go? Towards okay, the, yeah. so you came in, uh, let's say, from the, into the east, we'll call it east, and the crawl way went east into this chamber you're now in, and the bone bridge is east of you. Maybe this eventually, if we keep following and going further in, we'll eventually come back out somewhere. Hopefully, yeah. Otherwise, we're screwed. Maybe we'll find come back out that fissure that was just nearby. It doesn't look like it's heading in that direction, but I think we don't really have much choice to where we go now. Are we able to get onto the bone bridge from where we are? Yes, you can walk towards it. Do you think I shouldn't have pulled that lever? What do you reckon, Helmet? I don't know. I mean, it was there. Can you push it back up? I'll give it a go. You sort of push it up and it just falls back. Um, I think I broke it. Well... <laughs> I better get back to my horse. That's all I'm saying. Mr. Rafe, Mr. Rafe. Yes, Helmet. Can, can you leave the lollies? I'm not going, Helmet. Oh. It's too late. The tunnel is blocked. Mr. Rafe. Yes, Helmet. Can I have a lolly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Once we're across the bridge. Uh, radio. Lead the way, Helmet. Oh, I'm off. Yep. <laughs> Did I just kill a child? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's going to be some corruption. Okay. This is a narrow rock ledge that stands in the centre of a wide chamber. Beneath the ledge is a chasm filled with swirling mists, those blue ones. that seem to shift and ripple like boiling water in a cauldron. A bitter, almost acidic scent drifts up from the mists, but nothing can be seen through the pale blue waves of fog. And there are two huge bones that form bridges off this ledge and then up above the misty chasm. You're standing at the one that goes... It goes to the east, and then another one sort of heads up. The bones are yellow with age, although a fine layer of moisture, no doubt a byproduct of the mist, clings to them like teardrops. I am a little confused. So the, this cave runs north, but when we got into it, it turned at some point? Yeah, that's that or- ridge is quite large. So we headed east into the, the opening. We went down into the crawl space. That turned at some point, you said. Oh, yeah, it's a little... Oh, so just twisting but not changing in yeah. direction of travel. Okay, so we, we've essentially consistently gone east. Yes. And looking out over the chasm, we're facing east. Yep. Uh, so one of the bones goes from there east. Yep. And the other one... Then heads further up north. So the, 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 the bridge, the square helmet is, yep. that bone goes to a little landing and then from that landing there's another bone heading north and slightly on an incline. Okay. Is that the only way to go or is there another direction from there, the landing? There isn't any other. Okay. okay. So it turns north. So we've got to cross over two bone bridges. Okay. The landing explains everything. Okay. Is, is helmet already crossing over? Yeah, long going. Has anyone got a cloth to wipe away the condensation? Looks pretty slippery. Is the, the top of it? Um, convex, like... Yeah, roughly. Anyway, what happens to Helmet? What are you doing, Helmet? Okay, so you're saying it's, it's covered in condensation, so it's slippery, obviously. It's um, It would be slippery if you ran. <laughs> you know, like like those signs at the pool. 
Should I be tied onto something, maybe? With what? The ropes back at the cave entrance. Can we go? Oh. No. <laughs> no, because someone blocked the way. <laughs> Sorry. You've got rope as well, don't you, Brent? No. 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 Okay, I'm just going to drop down on um, all fours and mm, go into. I mean, I don't think you have to be that. Well, how, how wide is it? It's, it's 20 feet. Okay. Oh, hang on. 20 foot long. And how wide? <laughs> That's the important part. Two and a half feet. Oh. Okay. It's not very wide at all. No, it's I not. I want to be very careful on this thing. I want to crawl across. So you're crossing Young Helmet? Mm-hmm. On all fours. As you cross, these um, ghost-like figures reach up out of the mist. <laughs> you need to make a fear test, which is a resolve test. Now, just before you do that, a critical failure will result in you losing balance and falling. Well, it's not a critical failure. And as to if you fail, then you might want to do something that your character would do if they're scared. Um, but well, if you're I'm currently doing it. I have failed and I am um, uh, yelling and generally clinging. clinging to the bridge. Yeah, no, I'm going to drop down flat and just hug the, the, the barn. Help! The hands and things. Yes, they, they start pulling at you. Ah, uh, can someone help out? Well, I, I think you're just going to have to choose a direction and go, Helmet. How far across am I? Am I closer to the... I'll oh, bugger it. I'll keep going. I'll, t- I'll start shimmying along. I'll start shimmering, shimming along as well. Go, Helmet. You can do it. Okay. I'm shimmying madly. Okay. <laughs> Quite gracelessly. The other thing, Helmet, is you take 2d10 plus 2 mental peril. You take 12 mental peril. So it was a resolve test? Yes. Standard? Yep. Uh, so it's got to exceed, hasn't it? So it's just taking me down one. So my um, thing is 12. And you're oh. a dunderhead? Is this counted as magic? <laughs> Oi. Is this counted as magic? Because I have resist magic. No, this isn't. Mm. So did you pass your fear yes, test? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I do take an extra I just one noticed to... I had resist magic next to it as Being well. And I was like, oh, does that affect that? Marja, you're able to straddle the... The bridge mm-hmm. and um, make your way. Uh, uh, I don't know how you do it, but you're able to put the the apparitions from your mind and keep focused, getting to the landing. Well, I assume I made it there because otherwise you'd be climbing across me. Have I made it? Yes, you <laughs> eventually you eventually make it across. Right. Um, but your other two companions are over the other side. Rafe and uh, oh, right. do, do Rafe, I want to switch to you? Let's see if we can get over. I mean, my resolve is not good. (laughs) Don't be frightened. You can do it. I'll say a prayer for you. Dearest God, please don't let Rafe fall to his death as he crosses this slippery, dangerous bridge. I guess I I start crossing, and this will probably be bad. I rolled 100, so (laughs) I'm falling off. All right, so... (laughs) Um, you lose your nerve and fall down. Um, first, you take peril damage. Mm-hmm. 14. Okay. Is this where we lose Rafe? Apparently. <laughs> and then you take um, some falling damage. And roll me a d6 as well, please. Four. Okay. So you fall down through the mists. No, Rafe. You take 18 damage. <sighs> Ouch. Okay. And um, when you look around, you realise that you've uh, missed some jutting rib bones. 
where you can see other skeletons impaled upon them. Okay, I'm moderately wounded. Oh, does that ignore armour when you fall, or is it? Yes, but you don't take injuries. Okay, well, if it ignores armour, then it's threat, then I'm seriously wounded. If you fall a number of yards in excess of three plus your brawn bonus, you need to make a arduous toughness test. So you fell 13 feet. Well, that's more than three plus my brawn bonus. So arduous is minus 30. Yes, that's right. Okay. 12 or less. No. Okay, you, you're incapacitated from the fall. Unable to walk or use movement actions until your damage and peril condition tracks are restored to unhindered and all injuries fully recuperated from. Okay, so I'm essentially dead. Yeah. Um... Okay. You can, you can still talk. Rafe! <laughs> Where are you, Mr. Rafe? I, I'm very badly hurt. <laughs> <laughs>